Welcome in everybody on a Monday, live from the Open Center here at Oak University. Trash Shot is coming about six underway with yours truly. It's great having you on the show this week. Whether you listen live on 8.3 FM, WXOU, WXOU.org slash listen, the Radio FX app, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. Welcome into the show this week. Joining us in the studio today, hi Grant Richards. Hello, Tony Dombrowski. In the Google Meet call, boys, unmute your mic. They're already giggling. That's not a good sign at all. In the Google Meet call, Triple Bs are all here. Eli Bashi, Mike Billica, and Jay Horner, Brady Boy. Boys. Oh, I like oh. it. Ooh, yeah. We'll get to the guys in the Google Meet call in a second here. Let's start with Grant in the studio. Grant, how are you on this Monday morning? How was your sports watching weekend without football? And how was your sports betting weekends? All right, so I'm well. I didn't love driving here in the snow, but, you know, you get through it. It's, you make a fun time out of it. Um, sports watching weekend was actually pretty solid. Got a lot of NBA, a lot of college basketball. Um, Sunday was kind of normally my football day. I called it church, but uh, that, that's become my golf um, day to just kind of watch Jordan Spieth have an absolute collapse. So oh, no. to answer that question, my sports betting weekend did not go as well as initially hoped. Are you up or down we're for up the week? For the week? Yeah. For last week. We're, we're probably about even. It was not a great... Well, it's probably being down. True. Absolutely. I, did, I don't believe I've lost money yet. We're that, still kind of just hovering around that kind of benchmark. That's good. Yes. That's good to hear. I had a great sports betting week. It was a winning week for me. I'm up close to 40 bucks. Ooh-wee. It was a good week for me. Good week. Got some NBA bets that hit, some parlays. Um, I did well NHL-wise, too. I mean, can't complain. Got a lot of my money back that I lost during the Super Bowl. <laughs> so we're thriving here. We are thriving. I did learn something sports betting-wise this week, though. Never, ever bet against the Pistons or the Wings. Yeah, we're getting to that point. Yeah. Every time I bet against either of them, I get bit right in the butt. I had a nice parlay that just needed a wings lost by two. I had a parlay that was going to cash out over 100 on Friday night, whenever we beat Boston. And it, the Pistons beating the Celtics was the reason I didn't win that money. <laughs> it's a so, win-lose. It's a win-lose for sure. Um, but yeah, don't bet against the Pistons or the Wings. You can bet for them all you want. Just don't bet against them. That's not, that's not good at all. But good to see you're doing well. Welcome yeah. back into the studio. In the Google Meet call, the clowns are here. As they're just laughing around right now. Let's start with Mike, because he's the one who's just noticeably giggling right now. Mike, how are we doing today? It's great. It's great to be here. It's fun. I had to drive in the snow. Have you stepped outside? No. Or do you plan to? Maybe. I'd rather not. <laughs> you don't want to. Trust me. You don't want to. Um, as I always ask you, how's school going? I know last week was hell, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, week last week, yeah, it was bad. We got over it, though, this week. <clears throat> it's bad, so that's always the plus. OU has their winter break next week. When is Wayne State's winter break? Yes, Jay, we have break next week. Yeah. What about Wayne? Ours is the week of March 15th. Jeez. Yeah. Well, have fun while we're all on break next week. <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, boy. Let's go to Eli. Eli, you're in a different location this week. Where are you at? 
Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in my I'm in my <clears throat> mom's basement right now. Uh, we just we just moved a bunch of furniture around. We uh, I don't know if you can see, but I got a ping pong table, pool table. I see the pool table. I got uh, I got a bunch of stuff on the wall. I got a TV back there. I got a neat air hockey table right here. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty nice down here. That was pretty much my week was cleaning down here and getting cable set up down here. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So you got a new little man cave, I guess, huh? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Hey, new man cave and not a single invite to come hang out, huh? Soon, soon. <laughs> it's still not ready yet. You look like a pool guy, Grant. I my brother's kind of more of that pool guy. I can I can play. I can't like and I'm not trying to hustle anyone, but it's not my main go to basement game. Brent, what is Brent, your you seem you seem like a billiards canado, if you will. <laughs> um, I would definitely take ping pong over billiards, if you will. Oh. Um but what is your go to basement? basement game? I mean, if mini sticks counts, mini sticks, <clears> and then we'll go with ping pong. I got I got a dartboard too. That's my go-to. All right, all right. That's I my go-to for sure. Darts is definitely a basement game. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Not great, but big fan. All right, Eli. Good to have you back this week. Last but not least, hello, Jay Horn. How are we doing this week? I'm great. A little bit. Got an exam this week. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but yeah, we do. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? I don't even know what it's all about. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know what that class is going on. I don't know what's going on in that class, man. We'll make it through, though. Me, you, and Tyler. We'll make it through. I had a bad betting week, too. Um, Did you? Never bet on on the Celtics. Okay, Um, I saw your tweet last night about that. Yeah, I was going to take the Celtics in that game, but I backed out last second. Good thing, because the Wizards, apparently. I bet on the Pelicans, too, and the Pistons beat them I told you. What did I just say? Don't bet against. Don't Pistons. bet against the Pistons or the Wings. Don't do it. Hate to see but it. Okay, You'll we bounce learn. back. We learn. You'll bounce back. We'll all bounce back. I'll I'll stay hot. You'll bounce back, Grant. Oh, yeah. Jay will bounce back. Mike and Eli. We'll turn twenty-one and get things <clears> ready. <throat> yes, when they turn twenty-one, they can come to the to the elders in the Trash Talk crew, and we'll we'll help you win some money. And lose some money, too, yes, probably. guaranteed. Especially if it comes to college basketball. I'm done betting <laughs> no. college basketball. Until March, I'm not even touching I'm not touching college it. hoops. No. Not touching it. I took Clemson minus four and a half on, like, Thursday or Friday night against Georgia Tech. I'm like, that seems like a good bet. And Grant's like, Tony, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You know what happens when you bet college basketball. Sure as hell. What happened? I lost my money. Clemson won on a buzzer beater, which is cool, but I didn't take the money line. I took the spread, and you did not hit. That's fantastic. I think I've bet on Alabama four straight games, and I think they've hit, like, once out of four. So, it's just, you know what? I thought I had a team that could shoot threes and was good at it, but there's more to basketball than that. Well, I I don't even know if I want to bet when March comes around. Oh, I will be putting (laughs) too much money when March comes around. I don't even want to know if I want to touch March Madness in Indianapolis this year. Oh, my goodness. It is coming up though. Next um, month, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a a trash talk special dedicated to March Madness. I hope soon. so. Soon, no, we will, and I'll have a special guest on for that show. Cool. So we'll we'll have fun whenever that 
happens. Um, that's it. Selection Sunday is actually a month away. It's the 14th. Oh, yeah? the 15th. So, Less then. Look at that. Yeah. There we go. We're getting closer, man. Even though my team's not going dancing this year. Probably not. No, they are not going well, dancing. Well, see, my theory on state is, um, if I can really quickly. Go just, ahead. Go ahead. So everyone's probably going to opt out of the Big Ten tournament so they can quarantine and prepare for the tournament. But if state stays opted in, by default, they win the Big Ten tournament. And as we know, the conference winners, conference tournament winners, automatic bid. Ooh. So. Okay. Keep that in mind. Well. That's something they would Thanks for giving me a 1% hope that they actually somehow squeak in. Think about this, though. I don't want to talk college basketball, but think about this, Grant, really quickly. Michigan State, Duke, and Kentucky. They're all probably going to miss the tournament this year. Probably UNC, too, yeah. No, they're actually going to make they're, it. They're turning around? Yeah, they turn around. around. But Kentucky, Duke, and Michigan State, no. I mean, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird-feeling um, tournament, but, dude, it's March. Who cares? Like, once well, we get to March, as long as we're playing basketball then, because yeah. we didn't have it last year, and yeah. that still scars me. Yeah, and one of the teams in the States actually got a good shot, too. So actually, pretty decent-looking shot. Yeah, did you see their win last night, oh, Wisconsin? Yeah. Good grief. That's what broke me even. So I, hey, I, 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 a, I think they're frauds. I'm a Michigan basketball fan, but I think they're fraud. I'm just waiting for it to collapse. He said it, it not me. Happens. Please don't come at me when I when it always you hear happens, this. man. Don't I'm so like used that. to them. Just because I'm so used. To, just because they blow a big game doesn't mean they're frauds. They just can't finish. I don't know, man. Like I feel like it would have been better for them to be hot at the end. Rather than like at the beginning, like they were. Well, it doesn't help that they had a COVID shutdown yeah. with no positives. They took like a two, three week break and came back and still beat a very good Wisconsin team. Yeah. So I that was like kind of the answer for me that showed them as actual contenders. Yeah, that's a that's final, that's that, a Final Four team, I think. That's but. a game a unfinished team or whatever a fraud would lose. That's a losing game. Right they're there. they're a Final Four team to me, but if you pair them up against a Gonzaga or a a Baylor, assuming they get through their COVID issues. I'm, I'm not sure if Michigan would come out on top, but I, you had to tell me right now, pick a Final Four. I'd go Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Nova. That would be my pick right now. But we'll spend more time talking college basketball when we do our little trash talk March Madness special later in the month. So uh, it's going to be a good show today, though. Now that the NFL is over... Um, and we have some time to kill before the start of the new league year, along with free agency and the drafts, we are going to have more time to spend on topics like the NBA. It's going to be all basketball talk today. Later in the show, we will go around the league and give our early favorites in both the Eastern and Western conferences through about 30 games in the short NBA season. And we're also, if we have time, we'll talk about our early MVP picks as well. That's later in the show. To start the show, we're going to do some Pistons talk today. It's been a while since we've actually sat down on the show and talked about the Pistons as a team. We've talked about individual players, like last week, for example, we talked about the D-Rose trade. But we never actually talked about the team itself for about a month or so. Which, the Lions have been pretty newsworthy recently so it's understandable but now that we have some time we can actually sit down talk about the Pistons as a team and it's a really good time to talk Pistons basketball because they are coming off two straight wins now 
three in their last four after they beat the Pelicans last night at Little Caesars Arena. Um, before we go around the room and get everyone else's thoughts, I'll just give my quick two cents in here. I mean, listen, this is without question the most fun I've had watching the Pistons in a very long time. I mean, this team is still rebuilding. I still don't imagine that they're going to win over 20 games, honestly. But I'm still having a lot of fun watching this team. Um, and I, I like the direction this team is going in right now. Outside of really the Bruce Brown trade, which you can make an argument that Bruce wasn't really going to get minutes anyway on this team because we could barely find minutes for Sadiq and Savi. That's fine. But really outside of the Bruce Brown trade, I think everything Troy Weaver has done has been phenomenal, honestly. Whether you look at his draft picks, excluding Killian because he got hurt, unfortunately. But if you look at Isaiah Stewart, who has been obviously a monster this year. We've talked about him before on the show. Whether you look at Sadiq Bey, who is just on a tear right now. Um, had a career-high 30 points against the Celtics a couple nights ago. And then last night against the Pelicans, he looked good as well. I think he finished with 16. And if you look at another rookie like Saban Lee, who hasn't played much, but when he gets his minutes, he does, he does something. Whether he does something athletic, he just runs down the court really quickly, we're like, wow, look how fast he is. Or if he tries to posterize somebody, which Saban Lee is trying to posterize somebody this year. You know, whenever Saban Lee has been on the court, he's done something to be like, wow, he looks nice too. So whether it's been the rookies or whether it's been the free agent signings, you look at guys like Jeremy Grant, who though Jeremy has been kind of cold over the past three games, that's still an all-star to me. That's still without question your best player. Um, whether you look at a guy like Mason Plumley, who I'm not afraid to admit I was critical of that signing. You know, Mason Plumley, $8 million. Grant's raising his hand, too. He was a little critical, too. I think we all were. We saw that contract and we saw the player in the age. We're like, why? Now we're seeing why. I apologize for any Mason Plumley slander I've ever issued. Mason, Troy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I apologize. So, I'm sorry. Mason Plumley. I know people might not want to hear it because Jay said he believed. I don't believe that at all, but okay. <laughs> I don't believe that you believed at all. Um, but, again, when we signed Mason Plumley, a lot of people, including all of us, were like, what the heck is Troy Weaver doing giving him that contract? But though people might not want to hear it, Mason Plumlee has actually been really solid for this team. Last night, his first career triple-double, 17 points, 8-12 from the field, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He's been really good for this team. Very, very good. Definitely at least worth a little bit of that money, for sure. And now the joke is that he's underpaid. All right. So there you go. All right. <laughs> Give Mason Plumlee the max, okay? Um, so whether it's been Jeremy, whether it's been Mason, or whether it's been Josh Jackson, who started the season hot, got hurt, he's back now, and he's looking better than before the ankle injury. I think it was an ankle injury, but regardless, he looks a lot better than the injury, um, or before the injury, I should say. And it's just really nice to see a young guy like Josh Jackson blossom here. Because the thing with Josh Jackson is that he didn't work out in Phoenix, being the fourth overall pick in 2017 or whatever, and then he didn't work out in Memphis. He came here, came back home, small market, getting some minutes, and he is thriving. Thriving. I mean, he has been one of the better players on this team. So, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Again, this is the most fun I've had watching this team in a long time. And 
though they're still rebuilding, they're still 14th in the East, they're still not very good, I still like the direction this team is going in. Troy Weaver has done a fantastic job, and it, I'm excited, man. <laughs> I'm really excited. And before I send it off to everyone else in the in the call right now, I do want to mention this as well. It was Duncan Smith, shout out to Duncan, good friend of mine. Uh, he wrote about a month ago now, this article's a bit old, but he wrote about a month ago that the Pistons might have mastered the art of tanking. I wanted to bring that up a long time ago, but we never had time because of the Lions in the NFL playoffs and whatever. But I think these past couple of games have especially showed you that the Pistons really have mastered the art of tanking, as Duncan Smith said. Because this Pistons team, what they do is that they have competitive games throughout all four quarters. They rarely get blown out. They'll lose close or get a nice win. That's what they do. And I'm I'm for that, man. I don't want to see the Pistons get blown out each night. I'm not trying to see a 2019 Tigers again or a 2019-20 Red Wings. I don't want to see that as Grant kind of like cringes a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I want to see what this Pistons team is doing. And I hope that this is a formula for the other rebuilding teams in this city as well to kind of follow. Could the Red Wings have a more competitive rebuild? Even though so far this season, they really haven't done that. (laughs) You know, the Red Wings have had some nice wins, but they've also had some games where it's like, that's worse than last year. (laughs) Um, Can the Tigers do that? Could the Lions do that in the fall? You know? The Pistons have kind of set that formula of a competitive rebuild. And when Duncan Smith poses the question that have they mastered the art of tanking, I think they have. But regardless, I'm still having fun watching this Pistons team right now. Let's start with Grant, then we'll go into the Google Me call. Grant, just give me your overall thoughts on the team right now, and then which player or players have impressed you the most? All right, well, my first thoughts on the team are this is by far and away kind of the coolest team we've had. It's not a bunch of proven guys that know what they're doing that are coming out and winning basketball games, sure. But you have four former first-round picks. I mean, I believe two of them are inactive right now in Killian Hayes and Jaleel Okafor. But you have a bunch of guys that couldn't prove it at the time. Spearheaded by Jeremiah Grant, who literally left his team to come to Detroit to be the guy. And so surrounding him, you have a bunch of youth, you have a bunch of high first-round picks, top 10 picks, at least four of them when they're all healthy, and you have a bunch of very, obviously, hungry rookies. And we're in this spot where if they play together and they play well, they can beat any team in the league, and they've done it. And I don't know if they're getting slept on coming into those games, like when they beat the Lakers and then took the Lakers to double overtime or anything like that or beating the Celtics or beating the Nets. I don't know if they're getting slept on or if these guys are just that hungry where they come out and they send teams messages. It's like, hey, don't come into Detroit thinking you're just going to leave here with a 20-point win. Yeah, They're going to make you fight for it, and if you don't come ready to fight, you're going to have to fight. I think it might be a little bit of both, honestly. I'm sure some teams look at the record and they're like, eh, we... We got this. I think they're on the map now. I think they've kind of shocked enough teams to be like, well, for you coming to Detroit, you're kind of, okay, they could win. Well, when you look at the Pistons' resume and who they've beaten, you know, I think that's fair to say. I mean, 
They've been the Lakers, the Sixers, the Suns, um, the, Nets. the Nets, the Pelicans last night, Celtics twice. They got some good wins. Yeah, and it's weird when they play an average or below team. You don't see that same fight. Like the Pacers right. the other night? Goodness. <laughs> I said in my, my recap for the Celtics game, this team confuses me. I don't know how you get blown out of home against the Pacers and then just beat the Celtics, but whatever. There's, I'm not complaining. There's some chemistry thing there that, yeah. I mean, you know what? I'll take it. If you win the big games and lose to everyone else, you're going to look at a nice draft pick. But as far as the player that's impressed me the most goes, Christian Stewart. I think instantly... Christian Stewart, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. Already in baseball. No, Jeez. no, no. We're not doing... That's actually perfect. Thank you. <laughs> the emergency alert system is going off right now. Wow. In the WXW <laughs> studio. That's actually perfect timing. Look what happened when you brought up Christian Stewart. I meant Stewart. Isaiah. Look what happened when you brought up Christian Stewart. I think that's a snow warning. <laughs> it definitely is a snow warning. This is... I thought that was one oh, of them. No, I thought the it was, I was too. Like, My I bad, scared, dude. Sorry. Jeez, I got a piston. I got oh, a tiger Oh, this is mind. so messed up. I don't even know what he said. I don't even want to hear him. This is so messed up. This is terrible. And we're back. <laughs> the The emergency alert system in WXOU went off right now, probably because of the snow. And also because Grant said Kristen Stewart instead of Isaiah Stewart. That was so perfectly timed. <laughs> But anyway... Go ahead, continue. I, we apologize about that. For, Isaiah... For the podcast listeners, we apologize for the, the random pause. And then for everyone listening at home right now on um, WXOU, whatever, continue. Isaiah Stewart has been probably one of my favorite players. Just highest motor. He's not really one of those great offensive fundamental guys, but great on defense, does not slow down. And he's kind of just giving you that idea of that grinder, of that kind of support player that you need that, I don't know, I'm not saying he has to get into fights, but he's going to be that guy that comes at anybody with the highest possible energy, and he's locked down some great players this year. Yeah. Um, you actually brought up a really good point before you talked about Christian slash Isaiah Stewart. You mentioned how the Pistons could still get a good draft pick out of all this, how they're competitive and still get a good draft pick. I'm actually glad you brought that up because though I said earlier that the Pistons might have set this formula for a competitive rebuild, if we're being honest here, last year's 2020 Tigers might have actually done it before them. Last year's Tigers were competitive throughout the entire season. They got blown out more than this Pistons team is, but they were competitive. They were actually in a playoff race up until the end, and they still somehow finished with a top three pick. That would actually be perfect for the Pistons for me. If they could keep this competitive rebuild going, competitive losses, some wins sprinkled in here and there, and they still somehow land a top three pick. Now, obviously, the lottery plays a part in that. But if they could still somehow land a top three, four, five pick through all this, that would be gold. Gold. So, yeah, I like that you brought that point up. Let's go to the Google Meet call. Boys, let's start with... Let's start with Jay. He looks... He looks ready to go. <laughs> he looks ready. So, Jay, uh, same question that I asked Grant, and I'll ask everyone else. Just give us your overall thoughts on this Pistons team so far through about 27 games. And uh, you already kind of mentioned in the chat which player – well, you mentioned the player's age, but you can – I wouldn't mind if you talked about this player impressing you. 
Um, which players have impressed you the most as well? Uh, well, I'll go Jeremy Grant. Um, Not Sadiq Bay. Well, someone better mention my guy Sadiq Bay. Eli, uh, Bay. I got, he's a, he's the same age as us. I say I'm older. We're older than him by two months. Anyway, I think I'm older um, than Sadiq. I don't know. I'm older. Than you, birthday, Grant, birthday. definitely is. Um, Sadiq Bay. Um, Josh Jackson, but like funny story, I used to, I used to go to school with him growing up, so like it does it makes all it makes sense. Um, he was always good. I think it's a second chance for him. Can you get Josh yeah. onto the show? I'll, I'll actually try. I'll try. <laughs> um, Josh so Jackson, good. Dennis Smith Jr. looked real comfortable with us. I don't know. Yeah, last night he did definitely. Um. Delon, uh, Delon Wright, I don't even know. Sometimes he, he, I don't know. Sometimes he's not, you know, looking lost, but sometimes he does good. I don't know. I know Eli mentioned on Twitter before about how he, you know, has some games and some, you know, not so good games. But I have fun watching them. And Sadiq Bay, I, I like him a lot. Him and Isaiah Stewart. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously the Killian injury doesn't help, but. Without question, Sadiq and Isaiah Stewart have been th- the best-looking rookies on this team, obviously. And you yeah. can make an argument, too, that they might be two of the biggest steals of the draft. I mean, honestly. Especially with how they got him. Just that yeah. run-of-the-mill, like, quick trade. Yeah. That was cool. And to two, get two them, trades. Like, you knew they wanted these guys because they traded for him and almost immediately took him. It wasn't like a, oh, we just traded up, we just snagged another pick. It was... Let's get these guys. We basically got Isaiah Stewart for Christian Wood, and we got Sadiq Bay for Luke Kennard. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you want to do in a rebuilding team. Yes. Save some money, get some young guys in a rookie contract. Yeah, get some absolutely. off-brand players. There you go. Let's just make sure we keep them because Isaiah Stewart, I just he's an enforcer, man. He doesn't really care who you are. You know, he'll talk his stuff. So once he starts getting you know comfortable, he'll be good. And Sadiq Bay, I, I need him to like, I need him to go, I need him to bubble like ASAP. I'm, I'm not going to call Again? Again with the emergency alert system. What did we say this time? This show is just a winter weather message. <laughs> this show is off the rails right now. And we're back again. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. We're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. Oh, this podcast is going to be so good to edit later. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Jay, were you saying something before the emergency alert system went off again? I have a feeling that might go off every five minutes. I was just saying how I really want Sadiq Bay to, like, to become like a star. I'm really behind the whole Sadiq Bay thing, man. I like a lot. No, I, I obviously really like Sadiq Bay. I was high on him coming out of the draft, and you're seeing why. And, you know, the thing with Sadiq Bay, too, was that he he couldn't do anything but shoot a three at first. And some people were concerned by that, but I was always saying he'll get he'll get more comfortable when, when he gets more playing time. Now look at him. He's doing a lot more than shooting a three. So, yeah, I like Sadiq Bay a lot. I agree with that, Jay. Uh, you also mentioned Jeremy Grant, though. You want to talk about him really quickly before we move on to Mike and Eli? I didn't know he could score the ball like that. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people did. Like he was con- like I liked him on Oklahoma. You know, 
my old teen years ago. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I like him. I like him with us though, man. He's like he's more confident. He actually hits shots. Like he wants the ball in the clutch. Oh, oh, no. Um, yeah, I like Jeremy Grant. He should be an all-star this year, but for some reason, he doesn't give me love from fans and voters. There are a lot of people upset by that. I don't think it's the Pistons fan base's fault. That's that's the NBA's fault. I mean, you said it earlier today about why he wanted to come here, and you said it's a small market, and yeah. it is. We don't have a superstar that gets us nationally televised games. There's not really a way to get Detroit on the map when you're rebuilding right now, and it's really hard to get that all-star player get into his votes when it's just backed by this community. Yeah. Like, Caruso gets votes because he's become, no offense, I mean, a bit of a meme, as well as a decent basketball player. (laughs) So he gets that little outside, like, oh yeah, Alex Caruso, that dude, he makes me laugh for whatever reason. I don't don't get the Caruso meme, but I don't know why he gets these votes. But, Jeremiah Grant's not a meme player. He's a real player. (laughs) Who's better than Caruso, but he doesn't have that additional joke to go with him. Eli called him the Great White Hope. Sure, sure. <laughs> the Great White Hope. All right. White Hope. Shout out to Alex Caruso. <laughs> that killed Grant. <laughs> that killed Grant. My goodness. All right. Let's go to Eli and Mike now. We'll start. With, we'll start with Mike, then we'll go to Eli last. Uh, Mike, again, just your overall thoughts on the team right now, and which players have impressed you, whether or not they were players that we already mentioned already or not? Well, overall, I thought by now this team might have been unwatchable. But (laughs) (laughs) I thought we would be losing a lot of games and we wouldn't be as competitive, but it's been the complete opposite. Like, I, I love watching this team. I, each, each game has something to it, and it's great to have. But the main player that's got my attention is Sadiq Bey. After that Boston game, I knew that, you know, he's he's going to be something. Because he reminds me of someone that you guys might, <laughs> might laugh oh, at. Oh, drop it for me. He reminds me of Paul Pierce. Ooh. Because Paul Pierce wasn't the most athletic, but he'll give you a bucket. And that's what Sadiq does. Whoa, 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 Jay. Yeah. Put that middle finger down. What's that for? What's your beef with Paul Pierce? I hate Paul Pierce, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is there a Paul reason? You might hate him, but he'll give you a bucket. Oh, whoa, whoa. Is it because of the whole wheelchair situation? <laughs> There's a lot of things to hate about Paul Pierce. I get it. He, he, you know, he, he's great, but he just makes his legacy really bad when he talks. Yeah. <gasps> That's all it is for me, man. If he didn't talk so much, I wouldn't have an issue with him. It's it's the way he milks that one ring too. That team just it's like it's like they were a dynasty. Dude, if I got a ring, I would be I'd wear it every day of my life. Like I would let everybody know. I don't blame him for that. How do you think DL Waiters feels right now? Oh my now? god, that man <laughs> I don't even want to know what he's doing with his ring, but I'm sure he's got something cool going on. God, that's He needs to come back. Dion Waiters. NBA champion, Dion Waiters, that is. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. KCP, what does the C stand for? Champion. Champion. Ha-ha! Yeah, Mike, I mean, listen, we, we, we know the thing with Sadiq Bey. I mean, your Paul Pierce comparison, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. It excites me. I mean, because I do see a little comparison there. 
Um, better three-point shooter, of course. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, a lot better. I mean, my comparison for City Bay coming out of Villanova was another Villanova player, and that was Mikhail Bridges with the Suns, who's really popping off this year. Um, but, I mean, Sadiq, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of potential with him, and we're seeing that already this season. Um, let's finish with Eli. Again, Eli, same question. Your overall thoughts on the team and just which players have impressed you the most. Now, I, I do want you, though, to try mentioning a player we haven't talked about yet, if you could try to do that. Oh, I'm going to throw a big curveball in there. but uh, Blake Griffin. No, no, the, uh, the, team, the team is really, it's been fun this year. Yesterday I tweeted, winning with no expectations is better than losing with some expectations like we've done for the past five years under Stan Van Gundy and the first years of Dwayne Casey. Um, it's fun to win when you're expecting to lose every game, you know? Like, we're on a two-game winning streak, and I feel great. I'm not worried about our draft pick. Like, uh, I want to mention this. Uh, a few years ago when uh, New Orleans got Zion and Memphis got John Morant, I believe they were seventh and ninth in the running for the first pick in terms of odds. That's ridiculous. And they got yeah. they got first I can't. So... You don't need to be the worst team in the league to get the number one pick. You just don't. It's stupid, um, but you're true. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't like it. You know my thoughts on the draft lottery. We don't need yeah, to have that topic. Yeah, the draft lottery is stupid. We're probably screwed, but that's just the way it is. I'm happy we have someone that I think I trust drafting for once. Um, so it's good. And then for who's impressed me, you're not going to believe this, but... I'm going to give some credit to old Dwayne Casey. What? Well, you guys know how much I don't like Dwayne Casey as a coach. I think his offense stinks. Well, there really is no offense. Just kind of give the ball to somebody, run a pick and roll, and if it goes nowhere, it goes nowhere. That's a turnover. Um, but Dwayne Casey has these guys going out there every night, and they're fighting, man. They don't have anything to fight for. But they're fighting. He hasn't lost the locker room. Like, I, I think if, if, like, Stan Van Gundy was the coach of this team, I think he would have lost the locker room a long time ago. Um, just losing losing really wears you down, a team. And Dwayne Casey has kept these guys in high spirits. And they're going out and they're fighting every night. And they're giving teams hell. They are giving teams literal hell. Teams are pissed off to play them. They remind me of, like, the Brooklyn Nets a few years ago where, like, D'Lo was their best player and they had, like, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. And, like, they, they just fought every night. And they were a fun team to watch. And that's what that's what I think we are. We're that feisty, competitive young team on the rise. And hopefully, hopefully our young players will develop and... We'll keep Jeremy Grant around, and who knows? Who knows? Two years down the line, we might be ready to make a real playoff push. I'm surprised he gave credit to Dwayne Casey, and I hope you do screen record this and tweet it because I think your audience needs to see it and hear it. But no, he's absolutely right. I mean, you do have to give credit to Casey because, as Eli said, the team is playing hard. They're going out there each night and giving 
other teams a, a big-time fight, and sometimes they're coming out with wins against good teams, too. You have to give credit to coaching for that. Um, and I, I did have other questions regarding the Pistons, but we're not going to have enough time. I do want to talk about the NBA a little bit here, so I'll, I'll close out the Pistons segment with this. I do feel... I mean, I've already mentioned how good I feel about the direction of this team, but I particularly feel good in regards to what Eli just said, too, about how in, like, two years from now, we could be looking at starting to come out of this rebuild. I absolutely see that. I I really do see that happening, potentially. Um, Because you you have to look at the fact that this team is so young. Again, how many former lottery picks are on this team right now? How many overall rookies are on this team right now? Um, we got another top pick coming. Whether or not the lottery screws us or not, we do have another top lottery pick coming. So we still got Jeremy Grant for a few more years. I mean, this team, they're coming. They are absolutely coming. And it's exciting. It's really exciting to have a team in this city that actually gives us a little bit of hope. I mean, I have hope with all of them in some way. I mean... Tigers, they're they got some nice pieces in the farm. I'm looking oh, yeah. forward to them, and their coaching staff is loaded. Uh, the Red Wings, I obviously big Stevie Y guy, so um, he'll he'll have the ship righted in no time. And then the Lions, I mean, we'll see, but they're off to a good start in my opinion with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. Couple Pist- years, couple oh. years for a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, but the Pistons might be quicker than what we thought, and that's that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Uh, so again, I did have some other Pistons questions that I want to ask, but we're not going to have enough time this week. Part of it because we talked college basketball to start, and part of it because the <laughs> the emergency alert system blasted our eardrums twice. Um, so maybe we'll save these questions for next week. Uh, we'll see. But boys, let's move into our final topic today, and that's a little rundown throughout the rest of the NBA. So let's just let's just get right into it. Um, let me pull up the Eastern and Western Conference standings right now. So, let's start in the East. Through about 30 games this season, um, Philadelphia currently is a one seed and 18-9 record. Following that, it's just a bunch of bunch of sub-500 teams. You got the Bucks at the two seed at 16-11. The Nets at 16-12 is a three seed. Pacers 4, 14, and 13. Uh, Celtics at the five seed at even 13 and 13. Then after that, we're going below 500. Hornets at the 6th seed, 13 and 15. Knicks also 13 and 15 at the 17th seed. Raptors 8th seed, 12 and 15. Um, yes, Mike, the East is very bad. I can't say those words, though. <laughs> the East is very bad. Um, but in our Trash Talk group chat over the weekend, we had a conversation about who our who are our favorites right now and i'm like that's a great trash talk segment for the actual show not just group chat but for the actual show so let's go around the room we'll start with grant we'll go around the google me call through about 30 games or so who's your early pick in the east in the east i mean well you see like mike said um the east is kind of buns right now um I mean, if I had to pick, I think as of right now through 30 games, it's probably Milwaukee. I wanted to say Brooklyn, believe me, but having just beat Brooklyn as the Pistons, 
can't really say that they're my favorite. And not saying that the Pistons are god killers or whatever, but oh no, they are. You could say that. Okay, they're god, they're they're god killers. They kill yeah. the best teams. And yeah, they you just do. lost to the Pistons. So yeah. I think there's pieces. There's some chemistry or some glue missing in Brooklyn right now, where I feel like Milwaukee might have the advantage just as of right now, because I think KD, Harden, Kyrie, they all kind of have to figure things out together. I mean, here's the thing with the Eastern Conference. There's an issue with every team. Oh, absolutely. Every team. I mean, Philadelphia, though they're playing good right now, you don't know how much you can trust them, because they always kind of fall apart in the playoffs. Milwaukee, they haven't looked as good as I expected. Now, this is one of the better offensive teams in basketball, yes, but... 16-11. They lost to the Thunder last night, too. Like, I just... The Thunder without SGA. I, I, I don't know about Milwaukee. The Nets, they don't play defense. I mean, their best defender is Bruce Brown, which Bruce is Bruce. We get that. But they don't play defense. Then after that, look at these records. 14-13, and 13-15, 13-15, 13-15, 12-15, 11-15. Goodness gracious. It's terrible, man. It's terrible. Are the Pistons, like, what? They're the 14th seed. Four, four games out of the playoffs right now? Yeah. What does that tell you? <laughs> Tells Dude, you we goodness. can make a playoff push. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are there have been people tweeting at me being like, what did we squeak in? I'm not doing that. I'm just enjoying the ride, man. It's fun to think about, though. Oh, boy. This ragtag bunch coming in in the 8th seed? We could give Philly a run. Why not? Why not? <laughs> That's not. Oh, big middle finger by Mike in the Google Meet call. Goodness gracious. Uh, hey, shout out to Double G. We love you. Um, let's go to the Google Meet call. Let's start with let's start with Jay. Um, Jay, same question to you. Just through thirty games right now, give us your quick favorite in the East right now. Brooklyn. Oh. Um, I I don't want to be that. <clears throat> I don't be that person to be the biased, but um, biased for who? I, I, I want to see Brooklyn come out the East, but I think it's probably I want to Milwaukee. I can't. I don't want to get on that. Philly might have a chance. I don't. It's a dark horse for me. Miami's having a terrible season. Well, not a terrible, but it's not like a. Oh no, they're having a terrible team. season. No, it's pretty. Yeah, bad. Miami's not. I would say like Philly or Brooklyn. I don't. I want Boston doesn't have a healthy Kimba. Is he? Is he back? He's back, but he he literally just came back. So. And yeah, they're not playing I, good regardless. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Brooklyn or Philly because I think Milwaukee would choke. Boston lost two straight games to the Pistons and the Wizards. Not a great place yeah, to be. That's not good. Nope. They're another team. I can't trust them either. No, I, I want to. Like, I want them to be my favorites, but they're just – they can't come through. Philly might be the favorite here just because they're the team that – when we say they have an issue, it's just that we don't trust them. I mean, again, yeah. Milwaukee, they're just not playing like we thought. Brooklyn can't play defense. And other than that, yeah, it's a so. bunch of struggling teams. I just don't see Ben Simmons winning a championship. Philly was the best all-around team to me out there group. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough. That's why we're having this talk right now. What about Eli? Who's your early favorite? Um, I like Philly to come out of the East. Uh, I just like I like the way if you, if you guys have watched Tobias Harris this year, 
the way he's played it under Doc Rivers, if you remember when we traded Tobias to the Clippers, Doc was the coach, of course, and Tobias the best year of his career. Now uh, he's that. having it's another true. career year under Doc Rivers. So I like I like their team. I don't like Ben Simmons, but everything else I think they're pretty soft. No, like Ben Simmons, like he's a good defender, but. To me, he hasn't really improved from his rookie year at all. I can't think of anything he does better than he did his rookie year, like skill wise. But I mean, uh, other than I'll be there. I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you guys see the Shams tweet just now? Oh my, Raptors don't do it. Andre Drummond hey, in Toronto. No. Raptors, no, that ain't the betting it, Chief. Grant, Grant's face. Um, I would like to point out about this, that a few years ago, Masai Ujiri was mic'd up talking to Jonas Valanciunas, and he told him that he is ten times the player Andre Drummond is, or something of that sort. So, now trading for Andre, look where we are, Masai. Look... Look how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Stanley Johnson and Andre are going to be teammates again. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's go now to Mike after that breaking news report. Um, again, well, now that the Raptors might be getting Andre, are they going to be your favorites, Mike? <laughs> They're funny. no philly's my favorite i mean i still am a little uh, questionable about them in the playoffs but the other teams you know boston they're very sus you can't lose two games to us and expect to win the east so they're already out of it for me and then milwaukee you know milwaukee has a pretty bad history of of the playoffs i just i really don't trust them i trust them less than philly (laughs) and Obviously, Brooklyn can't play defense, and Philly can. So, Philly, I think they can take care of Brooklyn with their defense. And then, I mean, you know, I think it'd be a good series between them and Milwaukee, but I think Philly would be the winner of the East. Yeah, I think I think we're all pretty much in agreement here that Philadelphia might be the favorite by default, but the East is just kind of messy right now. Um, in the West, though, there is... There's a team in the West that's kind of surprising everybody, and that's they're the team and the reason why I want to have this overall conversation today on Trash Talk. The Utah Jazz are 22-5. and five. Um, e- Eli, Eli does not like the Jazz at all. No one likes the Jazz, but you can't deny how good they are playing right now. I like them with Darren Williams. Oh. <laughs> that, what happened to him, Tony? He's long retired. But shout-out to Darren Williams. He's getting involved with the Jazz organization, and you love to see it. And that man was the best point guard in the NBA at one point. So shout-out to him. Please come out of retirement. Okay, well, thanks for turning this into a Darren Williams segment. Um, but the Jazz are 22-5 and right now. They're the one seed in the West. Following them, though, Lakers 21-7, uh, Clippers 20-8, and Suns 17-9, and Blazers 16-10. and The Blazers are on fire right now, by the way. Don't no, Eli. Don't you give the Blazers a thumbs down? I will not accept. I'm Blazers giving slander. everyone a thumbs down except the Lakers. Man. I will These not accept. I will not accept Blazers slander. These uh-uh. teams are jokes, Tony. We all know who's going to the finals from the West. Tell me. We all know. Tell me. Like goat. Ooh, Jay, you goat heard that? You Brown. heard that? 
Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm whatever. They they need to go. I don't want to see anybody else but them in the finals at the West. Um, I can't watch Utah play in the finals. I will lose it. Why? Well, let's watch some finals. Oh, if if the Clippers even make it to the finals, I'm gonna boycott the NBA. <laughs> I would refuse to watch that match of the Clippers. That's not happening. We can all. I know. Oh, playoff Clippers teams are not be listening. Clippers Sixers. <laughs> oh, God. Ben Simmons oh. versus Playoff P. Equal shooters. We all know those MV playoff in the second round. I don't know who's going to make it, but LA has to come up. The Lakers have to come up the, um, the West. I mean, the point I was going to make before Eli interrupted me with some Blazers slander is that the West is obviously more competitive than the Eastern Conference ever will be. Um, every team in the top eight is above 500. So it's a lot more competitive, but there is a team up top that's making things interesting, quote-unquote interesting. I mean, we could just go around the room really quickly because we're kind of running out of running out of time here. But, yeah, aren't the Lakers still the favorite in the West? I like the Jazz to take the one seed, but once LeBron gets in the playoffs, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Like, he just – he'll get you to the finals at least. He'll just – I mean, he can do that. I'll give him that. He will get you to the finals. You're not – you're not – you don't think he's going to win, though? I mean, he's got a little – Lakers, sketchy track record. Let's say Lakers Sixers get in. Well, Lakers Sixers, give me the Lakers. Oh, but, yeah. No. Like, dude, Ben Simmons is not an NBA champion. <laughs> in 2021, I don't believe Ben Simmons is an NBA champion. Jay's not happy about that. I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't want to see them play. If anything, give me Brooklyn and LA so I can, you know, do my betting and everything. But Who would you I, bet against? LA. He would bet against the Lakers. No, no, I'm no. You don't bet against LeBron. You don't bet against the other guy, number twelve in other sport. Anyway, I'll bet on LeBron. Not my goat. <laughs> I, I bet on the Lakers, but I wouldn't let it be known. I'll, I'll root for the Nets, but I'll bet on the Lakers. If we got a if we got a Nets Lakers finals, me and Jay, oh, those text conversations would be fun. <laughs> that would probably that would probably. Be- Finals matchup that draws by far the highest ratings. Yeah, yeah. Any potential matchup. Yeah, Clippers Sixers would be a disaster. That would be the lowest. Oh, Clipper, Clippers God. Clippers Bucks too would be Jazz. Dude, Sixers, imagine Jazz, imagine Sixers, Jazz so. Bucks. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd watch. <laughs> Mike would not watch. Mike, I know you too well. You would not watch. <laughs> I'm not watching uh, that. I just I'll watch Mookie Betts or something. I don't know. <laughs> so are we all in agreement that the Lakers are still the favorite? I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. There we go. Oh, Jay, put that middle finger down. <laughs> Goat Bron. Speaking of Goat Bron, let's end the let's end the show today talking some NBA talk or some NBA talk, some NBA MVP talk. Yeah, uh, we have we have we have like three minutes left, so we gotta go quickly. But my MVP through thirty games is definitely Goat Bron. Hey, man, twenty five. Why you gotta call him that, man? Cause he is. Why, why does Jay call him Goat Brady? Goat Tom. Whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 don't you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same <laughs> argument, though. No, it's Tony, not. wait until 11.01 for that. Excuse me? Wait until 11.01 for that. No, I gotta, I, gotta leave at, I gotta leave at 11.01. You see the roads? 
Well, I gotta stay and listen to Jay's monologue. No. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll be in the studio. I'll lock up. <laughs> hey, LeBron's oh, my MVP. 25.5 points per game, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, almost 50% from the field and 38% from downtown. Go, Bron, MVP. What about you, Grant? He's basically carrying his Lakers team to a second place in the West with no Anthony Davis for a majority of the season, or at least recently. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think LeBron deserves the MVP this year, at least as of right now. As of now. As of now, yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, AD just went out again, and obviously the Lakers got shellacked. But LeBron's keeping him up at two. Just like, I mean, he'll get you to the playoffs, he'll get you to the finals. So, at least regular season MVP. Jay, Eli, Mike, go, quickly, please. Uh, LeBron, if not LeBron, a joker and B, but I'm going to go with LeBron. I'm not even going to lie. What's his uh, name? You got to look at the Nuggets. You got to look at, you no know, Composite. It's just, you know, uh, I will, I, like I will kick you, I will <laughs> kick you out of this Google me call. I will not hesitate. I'll go, I'll go with LeBron, Embiid, or Joker. No, no, no. But, you got to pick one, man. You got to pick one, man. I'm not picking LeBron, man. Then pick someone Joker. else. LeBron's not going to it, man. They're not going to give it to him. They should give it to him, but he's not going to get it. LeBron, it's been too long since he got it. <laughs> That's the only reason they give it to him. Because it's been too long. Jay said the Joker. I mean, Joker has been really good this year. Is, that, new, is that a new shoe or a tattoo? That Joker little logo? That was sick. I don't know. I don't remember if it was a shoe or a tattoo. But I don't know. But, cool. I mean, Joker's out here dropping 50-point triple doubles, I think. He's been really good. And so has Embiid. That man but. used to play basketball after drinking a two-liter before and... A two-liter of pop before <laughs> and after a game. So he could be MVP just on that alone. What did you just say in the chat? What did Not you Tom Egan? <laughs> Nikolai. He Brady. called him Nikolai Brady. <laughs> I'm leaving. Tommy I'm... Egan is my name for Tony. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving before that emergency alert system blares again, and before. I have to get on the roads anyway, so. Crazy show today. I thought this was going to be a fun show, talking some Pistons and some NBA. We got interrupted by the emergency alert system. <laughs> Which one was perfectly timed, so it was kind of funny, but the second one was... The second one was just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> the first one, though, <laughs> I'm going to like that and post yeah, that in please. it. It's going to be fun. Grant, thanks for coming on this week. Thanks for coming on, Grant. Of course. Eli, Mike, Jay, screw all of you. I'm leaving. Goodbye. What is that? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Whatever. <laughs> Mike's trying to fly away. I, I don't know what that's about. All right. Goodbye, everybody. I'm leaving. Keep locked in. This is 88.3 FM WXOU. And this is Trash Talk with Tony Dabrowski signing off.